Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, it happened. Uh, we're out of Afghanistan. Got a picture of the uh, last, the very last American soldier to board the plane and take off. Uh, right there. So, uh, I guess we still had some night vision available that we didn't leave to the <laughs> Taliban. And that seems to be employed there. Uh, he's the last guy to get on the plane and uh, take off. So that's it. The war's over for us. It's really just beginning now for the women of Afghanistan and for the Americans left behind. Uh, Because apparently now we do leave Americans behind. That's a new thing for uh, this country, I think. but, uh, But here we are. It's really amazing if you you know and they they talk about what a small number it is personally i don't believe they have any idea mm-hmm. how many people are left i don't think they have any clue uh biden's pentagon spokesman john kirby said uh he doesn't know we'll get to that in a few minutes um also blinken took a shot and eh, it's a small number if if you're one of those left right doesn't feel like a small number to you yeah and i think that the fact that <clears throat> anthony blinken was the guy who addressed the nation last night speaks volumes about this administration you'd think the president of the united states on the day a 20-year war came to an end might say something no we're gonna hear about him this afternoon but the prime time speech was the secretary of state Oh, yeah, because Biden's not capable. Uh, and I, they, I think they know it, and they try to limit his appearances. And so, you know, there are certain times of the day, I think, when they can get something out of him that's almost <laughs> coherent. Right. And other times of the day where they can't. So, uh, <laughs> they, you know, they do what they can. Mm-hmm. They do what they can. It's a way to run a, a great nation. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah. Here's uh, John Kirby talking about how many Americans are still there. Yeah, I'm referring to the State Department on uh, on the, the the numbers of Americans they're still in contact with. That's that's uh, something for them to speak to. Talk- oh, <laughs> you see that military mm-hmm. guy says, "Nah, give it to you. spokesperson." Spokesperson says, "Nah, go to State Department. Uh, help us." So let's go to Blinken. Uh, how many how many are still in Afghanistan? Now, U.S. military flights have ended and our troops have departed Afghanistan. A new chapter of America's engagement with Afghanistan has begun. It's one in which we will lead with our diplomacy. The military mission is over. A new diplomatic mission has begun. Oh, good. Of those who self-identified as Americans in Afghanistan who are considering leaving the country, Mm -hmm. we've thus far received confirmation that about 6,000 
have been evacuated or otherwise departed. This number will likely continue to grow as our outreach and arrivals continue. We believe there are still a small number of Americans, under 200 and likely closer to 100, who remain in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know. We, I don't know. Whatever. No idea. And really, I think they're talking about Kabul. There might be 200 left in Kabul. How many are in Jalalabad and uh, Kandahar and everywhere else in that hideous country? How many people have been left behind? They, they don't. And again, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah. There was also uh, circulating last night uh, that there were a lot of military dogs, service dogs. And it was the most heartbreaking images of these crates with the dogs at the hangar. And it was like, are we seriously leaving them behind as well? Um, there's uh, a veterans group that works with, uh, with the dogs. That somehow they're apparently getting them over, back over here. So that's, that's good to hear. I mean, it's just leaving those poor dogs behind. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not good either. Because, I mean, they're, they're like people are making the case. I mean, these are service members. I realize it's not on the same level as human beings. I am not saying that. I'm saying that, that it just, that image just shows. We, we come up with so many images of how this government, this government, this administration is letting down everyone, man and beast, with this quick withdrawal. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling that we've left people behind, we've left dogs behind, we've left weaponry behind to the tune of $85 billion worth. How could you... And I love the fact that Biden keeps saying, I stand behind my decision. I, I stand... Okay, so you're standing behind perhaps the worst decision ever made, at least in military history, American military history. This has got to be, well, since George Custer, since General Custer and his last stand at the little, at little Bighorn. This is the worst decision since then. And you're, st- I'm standing behind it. Okay, good luck with that because, wow, everybody knows. What a debacle, what a disaster this is. And what does that mean? I'm standing behind it. Okay, well, you know what? Put your money where your mouth is and resign. Okay? Yeah. Mm. Hi. I don't know how he expects that to turn around when he, when he keeps saying that they did nothing wrong, that they've done this better than anybody could have done it. <laughs> it's just really amazing. And speaking of dogs... Uh, there's another thing this administration lies about mm. all the time, and they were asked about that because the uh, the dogs in the White House continually bite the Secret Service members. Yeah. Well, we were told that, yeah, that happened once. Ah, that was one time, and it, the dog got surprised by somebody who walked into the room <laughs> that they were unfamiliar with, and so it got a little, little nip on somebody's heels. little nip. So they're probably going to stay, you know, in uh, in Delaware a lot of the time. But uh, so Saki was actually asked about that. Oh wow! Her feet held to the fire about that because now everybody knows these dogs have bitten people every single day, every day. That question on the topic is: 
yesterday, the Conservative Transparency Group, Judicial Watch, released uh, Secret Service records on dog bites involving uh, the first dog, uh, Major. One email said that Secret Service agents were bitten every single day for eight days from March 1st to March 8th, and that right. House Visitor was as well. Mm -hmm. um, at a March 9th briefing, uh, you only described one biting incident to us and described the dogs as being guarded, uh, whisked back to Delaware on a pre-planned trip to visit family friends. Oh, pre-planned, um, yeah. Obviously, that is not the world's most important story, but it is significant because we expect honest information even for minor stories. Huh. Um, so can you Good explain point. to us why... Uh, there was a kind of misleading account presented to us, and if we I'll can't get honest this. information about minor stories, why should we have faith in the administration's uh, account for larger issues like Brilliant. Afghanistan? Good and question. we do keep the dog in the news in the briefing room, so thank you for that. Okay, so her first uh, reaction is to belittle him. I know you keep the dog in the news and Thank you for that. Shut up. It's not so, the dog that the story. Yeah. That's not what he's asking. He's not asking really about the dog. He's asking about your credibility and what a lying sack of crap you are. That's what he's asking about. Um, as we've stated previously, uh, Major has had some mm. challenges adjusting to life in the White House. Yeah, that's, uh, again, not the question. We don't care about training, that. As well as spending some time in Delaware, where the Unreal. environment is more familiar to him and he is more comfortable. Again, I don't have any additional specifics, but I think that speaks to where Major is located, to be fully transparent that in, wasn't your, in your ongoing interest question. in the dog. Go ahead. And she moves on. <laughs> no, the question was, why are you such a lying sack of crap? Yeah. That's that's the question. You can't even tell us the truth about the stupid dogs in the White House. Mm. How can we be expected to believe anything else you ever say about the really big issues? You can't even tell the truth about the dog biting Secret Service agents? Really? And a White House visitor. I want to know which visitor got bitten, too. I mean, there's <sighs> Bitegate now. They've covered up <laughs> Bitegate. <laughs> Bitegate. And there's no reason for it. No. Why? No, and I think it's a fair question. I mean, if we it's can't a great question. believe you on the little stories. How do, we be, how do we believe you on Afghanistan or anything else? And of course we can't. His point is really well taken. Mm -hmm. They're liars. They're just despicable liars. And we can't believe anything they say about anything. Wait, you're saying all the way to the top we have liars in this yeah. administration? Yeah. Like, wait a minute. I could have mm -hmm. sworn yeah. less than two weeks ago... This president of the United States to told George Stephanopoulos that we were going to get every American out. Are you saying that's not accurate either? No, when did he say that? What? I mean, do you have any? I mean, it was like four or five days ago or so, even more than that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, here's what he told, told uh, George Stephanopoulos All troops are supposed to be out by August 31st. Even if Americans and our Afghan allies are still trying to get out, good question. They're going to leave? Hmm. Yep. We're going to do everything in our power to get all Americans oh. out and our allies out. Does that mean troops will stay beyond August 31st if necessary? It depends on where we are and whether we can get well, ramp these numbers yeah. up to five to 7,000 a day coming out. Uh -huh. If that's the case, be, they'll all be out. Because we've got like <laughs> 10 to 15,000 Americans in the country right now, right? And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? Yes. yes. Oh. How about our Afghan wow. allies? We have hmm. about 80,000. So that was a lie. Well, who, that's not the Is estimate. that too high? That's too high. Mm. How the many? estimate we're giving is somewhere between 50 and 65,000 folks. That we're total, giving. Counting the families. <laughs> Does the commitment hold for them as well? 
the commitment holds to get everyone out that, in fact, we can get out and everyone uh -huh. should come out. Sure. And that's the objective. That's what we're doing now. That's the path we're on. And I think we'll get there. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops if, will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. What? And... <laughs> and if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Huh. We're going to stay wow. till we get them all out. Okay. Well. Okay. One lie after another there. <laughs> One lie after another. Uh, and George even tried. And? Yeah. Trying oh, to get him there. Help us. But no. So we're going to get them all out. We're going to stay till we get them all out. I give you my word as a Biden. And that's obviously golden. His word as a Biden is is obviously golden. Okay, so there again, there's the figure of ten to fifteen thousand Americans in Afghanistan. They, by their own admission, they have evacuated maybe six thousand. That leaves four thousand at least still there. So where are they coming up with this two hundred number? Wow, their numbers just don't add up, uh, and they don't care. No. They don't care. We're going to be hearing about, I'm afraid, Americans behind the borders of Afghanistan for a long time. Yep. And hostage situations. And still, the administration, you know, what can you say about them? Except, basically. You don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. They, they want it to go away. Don't care. They're probably, honestly, this administration is probably rooting for a very busy rest of the hurricane season. Please. Yeah. One a week. We're good with that. Whatever. Something to put on the screen besides Afghanistan. Please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and that's, of course, where the president goes uh, when, I don't know, have the minions do, do the press conference on the war. I'm going to go hang out with FEMA. Yeah. Make it stop. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I don't... I mean... <laughs> what this, we're out of words, man. Yeah. And of course, at the FEMA press conference, uh, he did some absolutely bizarre things. One of the bizarre things he did was show again that he's just a racist. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I love how they toss that around with Trump all the time without any evidence whatsoever. But this guy provides it all the time. Wasn't it at the FEMA thing where he was talking about his advisor? Mm-hmm. Good afternoon, everybody. Yeah. Hi. We're waiting for a few more people to get on, but we're going to get started. Oh. If that's okay with you all. Is it okay and with thanks us? Thanks for joining me. I'm here. You're uh, the president. Uh, the FEMA director is on. Uh, uh, FEMA director Chris Welsh, she, she's on. <laughs> And I'm here with oh, uh, with my s senior advisor and uh, yeah. boy who knows Louisiana very, very well. And boy. Man. And, and New who Orleans. And uh, Cedric Richmond. Uh, I bet Cedric was pretty happy to be called boy. He just called a black man boy. 47 years old. Why yeah. would you do that? Why would you do that? I mean, for any grown man, why would you call them boy? When they're 47 years old, but especially a black man. That is unbelievable. There's so much going on in that video. Yeah, there is. The fact that four people didn't bother to show up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the fact that he asked permission. Is it okay if we go ahead and start? 
Uh, the fact that he still hasn't learned his FEMA director's name. I mean, just keep moving. Just keep moving, dude. Stop. He keeps doing this with every of these FEMA things. He keeps hang- getting hung up. And then uh, and then the boy comment. I mean, yeah. It's just... <laughs> I know! So much. Uh, and it's not like it's the first thing. So you wait, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, mm-hmm. then you ain't black. Oh, oh, wow. The, uh, the other... Okay. Part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, right, right. in the Hispanic and the African American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that rural. are distant and yeah, or don't inner know how city to, districts, can't get know online. how to use, right. know how to get online sure. to determine how to get in line hmm. for that COVID <laughs> vaccination at the at the too, Walgreens or too, at, too at the particular them. store. The, okay, right. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American yeah. who is mm-hmm. articulate and mm-hmm. bright and, sure. and, and clean and mm-hmm. nice-looking guy. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a storybook, story man. Storybook, man. In Delaware, the mm-hmm. largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts huh. unless you have a slight Indian accent. It's a fully, I'm not joking. So it's not like it's the first time and you say, ah, okay, that was just a little slip on his part. No. The guy does it all the time. Yeah. All the time. It's just part of who he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you want to see in the Yeah, uh, can FEMA? we play just the... Just play through the uh, beginning because he keeps doing this. At every FEMA briefing, he cannot get Deanne Criswell's name out. Deanne Criswell. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what he's going oh, for it's a here. tough one. Now, you got to say D and... And I will say that... That's two I'll pass people in the hall that I see every now and then, and I'm just uh-huh. like, hey, what's up, dude? You know, you just don't just don't say their name. Don't try it if you're right. not positive. But mm-hmm. he keeps trying this. Play this first part again, please, Rob. Good afternoon, everybody. D and Criswell. We're waiting for a few more people to get on, but we're going to get started. Okay. If that's okay with you all. It's okay. And thanks for joining me. I'm here... Uh, uh, the FEMA director is on. Uh, uh, FEMA director Chriswell, she, she, she's on. Oh, he got it. Oh, he and did get I'm it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. FEMA right, cool. director Chriswell. Okay, yeah, he got there. Didn't My get bad. her first name, obviously, but uh, no. But he got the. But he got her last name. I'm glad. I'm, I'm proud of him. Yeah, how about that? Didn't catch that the first time. That's terrific. <laughs> He's good. He was struggling with it though, and it's probably written well, right well, there. Yeah, he was. Lo- he was like staring at the at the wall, like yeah, like okay, what is it? What's, what's her name? Uh, Director. Which, which one is she? Does, um, too many ah. boxes up there. President, my boss. <laughs> President, my boss. So you see how often that happens to him. President, my boss. He couldn't remember Barack Obama's name. Wow. Oh, and then there was the uh, the Mormon guy I ran against. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Oh, he's the you know, governor those, guy. The governor, some Mormon guy. Uh, you know, they don't dance and, and they make romance. Hmm. And, and oh, I see how many kids they have. They make romance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last night, uh, Secretary of State Blinken. Now, is this instead no, of... We've already played that. Yeah, this is the same... This is the same uh, announcement we already heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Afghanistan, I mean, you sent this horrific video. The new Afghanistan is underway at the... Uh, and they're supposed to be 
they keep telling us, kinder no, no, gentler, we're the right? kinder. This is a new Taliban. This yeah. is the Taliban you know from long ago. Oh, no, we've grown up since then. Uh, really? Mm. And this is interesting because if you're going to do this, why are you in the camera shot? You know? Let, here's, here's uh, it's just, it's like 40 seconds or something of them. The Taliban busts into the TV station in Kabul. Mm-hmm. And takes control of the broadcast so if you with, want, with well, their news anchor. I see your point. If you want him to say something... Yeah. You want him to say something nice about you. Right. Why are you standing behind him with guns? Make it look genuine to the people watching on TV. Right. Oh, gosh. Weird. Bad. It's just weird. Uh, here it is. He's so scared he can't even, he can't even speak English. Right. <laughs> Get the English out of him. <laughs> hey, look. Mm. Uh, trigger, trigger finger placement, though, as we've pointed out, is a lot better <laughs> now much with them. better since the CIA training. <laughs> now, do we know what he's saying? It's a peace? Look, at, they're in the peace studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's talking about how great they are. Oh. And there they are standing behind him with guns. Yeah. I, there were eight of them. And then I guess he debated with one of them. But I, I think his debate was probably... He, I'll bet he lost the debate, uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing you're right. Uh, you know, they had guns uh, pointed at him. Is that weird, though? Why wouldn't yeah. you stand in front of him off camera and just, have the guns pointed at him? No, like, you're right. Read this. You're right. I, I just Strange. don't know what the purpose of that... Uh... The whole thing. It's just weird. <sighs> and one of the things he was supposed to tell them... Oh. ...was, don't be afraid... Afghanistan. What? Don't be afraid. Never, never mind these guys who are telling me to say that with the AK-47s behind me. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about them. Because see, look. Look, this dude, he's got his finger. It's not on the trigger. Don't <laughs> right. be afraid of him. Right. He's fine. He's fine. He knows gun safety. Can you imagine living in that world? Yeah. Oh, uh, No, I can't, actually. No, I can't. Mm. The only reason they're armed is because they're afraid of me. I I could jump in and uh, kill them yeah. with my bare hands anytime I want, and so this is for their own protection, and that's why. Uh, there's the these are really nice guys. There's the so. Afghanistan that Joe Biden uh, left behind. Uh, yep. And don't forget, two days ago, Alyssa Milano on Twitter, she she tweeted out, "quote <clears throat> I'm proud of POTUS oh and the incredible job he's doing." <laughs> Oh my. He's the right person God. for the job in this moment in history, end quote. That woman's delusional. <sighs> yeah. The butt stupidity just doesn't stop. I mean, he's doing so well. Honestly, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I, I would ask her, what's one thing he's doing? One thing. Just give me one thing he's doing yeah, well. What, what part of this has gone well? <laughs> you're saying that in the, mid, in the midst of this catastrophe in Afghanistan. That's what, you're, that's what you have to say? Uh... Why don't you ask these women about the great job he's doing? There's some women on a bus, and they're scared out of their minds. I guess they didn't see the broadcast. Oh, they didn't they see it because they were on the bus. Don't be afraid because they were on the bus. They're at the airport yeah. hoping to fly out at some point yeah. if they're not killed first or kidnapped. She's praying. Look at that. President Biden, President of the United States, please save us. Save us our families. Save us our lives. We don't know what to do there. Please help us. Please help our families. Mm. We don't know. We are in danger. It is many days that we are outside the Hkaya and we didn't get access. Mm. What should we do? Please save us. Oh. Uh, so desperate that they're making a video for yep. Joe Biden to hear. Yep. Yeah. And that buffoon, uh, that's falling on deaf ears. 
Uh, sorry, see ya. We we have a August thirty first deadline. We got to be out of there. So those, sorry, those women haven't gotten on a flight yet. But a convicted rapist. Uh, yeah, uh, he got on one. He was previously deported. Got on an evacuation flight. He's he got to Dulles. And good for the security at Dulles mm-hmm. to at least stop him from going into our uh, into our country scot free. Which apparently not the case with all of these groups that are landing. Uh, we've seen reports that they'll just turn groups loose and be like, all right, just keep going, just keep going. Wait, well, why what? not? That's what they do at the southern border. Right. They, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. But yeah, you're right. Kudos to security yeah. for catching that. Yeah. At least, at least somebody found him. Mm-hmm. But these women, somebody noticed, sitting there near the tarmac, hoping a plane will take them anywhere but there. Yeah, anywhere. Geez. It's a really heart wrenching. Just the gains that they've made as women in Afghanistan have been incredible over the last eighteen years. They've, you know, they're they're going to school now. They've got jobs. They can leave their home. They can drive. They can do all kinds of things. Well, they could, but now all that's gone. Except we, what we've seen, though, is this new and improved Taliban. So I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Oh, the new and you know? improved Taliban that yeah. went and killed a folk singer just because... Yeah, well, there's no music in Afghanistan. Oh, that's right. So there's no role for you. And apparently he was playing music. So their hands were tied, Keith. They had to kill him. Uh, yeah, they... They're killing folk singers because they've banned music. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a kinder, gentler Taliban to me. Uh, does it to you? Maybe uh, Maybe my definition of kinder and gentler is just too stringent. Maybe I need to open it up a little bit. Sounds like it. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, enforcing a no music rule... Uh, with the death penalty, mm-hmm. yeah, it's reasonable. Is this it's reasonable? Is it so? It's not just like no '80s music. No, it's not. It's no, that all would be, music. That would be a good law. I would right almost there. be no. No '80s would be okay. That makes sense. <laughs> but it's we'd carve not. out an exception for NXS. <laughs> but other than that, no, no '80s music. And maybe Def Leppard. Uh, I would allow Def Leppard. Not, you're, you're not, not a fan. Not with my no? uh, okay. sect. Okay, there's no carve-out for Def Leppard. Well, that's why our sects are at war right now. Because uh, you're not for Def Leppard and my sect is. I see. So. Yeah. That's a civil war brewing right there. Uh-huh. Uh, just, I mean, I'm sorry, Afghanistan. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Taliban fighters entering a hangar in Kabul airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, dressed. Oh, no. As. Oh, no. They are in uh, right. American military oh, garb. Oh, no. Isn't that nice? We're here right now mm. with the Taliban as they enter into the, what was only minutes ago, uh, it was an American-controlled portion of the military airport. Now, they're taking over. And there we are. Jeez, look at that. Come and look at your presence. That is unbelievable. I mean, we did apparently disable 150 helicopters. <laughs> So that only leaves, you know, thousands upon thousands more. So we got, but we got 150 disabled permanently that they won't be able to use. So that'll... Really? That's what I read. So that, that'll show them, you know. We got, <laughs> got, got 150 out okay. of... How many... Because right. uh, that left them with what? I, uh, we had the chart yesterday. Yeah, I don't we, know. Should, we should keep that because that's going to keep coming up. Oh, it's, you know what? I set a copy far back against the wall there under your guitar. Look, look down under the guitar. Is, there, is it over there? 
Oh, it's not over there, is it? Uh, yes. Oh, it is? Yes! This, is, this yes! is a partial list, yeah. Okay. Here's a partial list. No, that's not That's, that's not, not it. What is it? Then hold it up. Let me those see what are that the, is. Uh, those are the death numbers. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Vaccines. Oh, shoot. Well, there you go. It's on the screen. Thank you, oh, Robert. Nice job, Rob. Thank you. Okay, so they still have 22,000 <laughs> armored vehicles. Uh-huh. Uh, 634 of those. Uh, I think those are the ones that are impervious to the, uh, to the explosives. Uh, okay. Okay. Then they got... 42,000 trucks. Mm-hmm. 42,000 trucks! Man. And SUVs. They could open themselves up a really nice used car dealership. Right? They really could. Uh, and make some make some cash on the side yeah. there. Yeah. This, this has only been driven on desert miles. <laughs> <laughs> By old ladies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on Friday. Uh, 64,000 machine guns. Oh, this now, And is keep not in mind, it, it, they only have around 600,000 uh, small arms weaponry that we left behind. So that's that's not too bad. Uh-huh. You know, uh, it's not like we left them a million yeah. <laughs> guns and pistols and rifles. I they, mean, they, these, these holdouts in Afghanistan, <sighs> the, these regions where the Taliban is not... Uh, I mean, they just cut off communications to one. I mean, look at look at their disposal. The, these these places are going to fall instantly. So um, so they disabled how many? They, 150, I said. Well, there's a yeah. I don't. see They that. still have. Oh, that's I don't know what that is. I think they still have 33 operating uh, Blackhawks. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's the Blackhawks, mm-hmm. and then there's one right above it. A, a Not good. Kind. I mean, it's not good at all. They virtually have every kind of. Uh, weaponry you can possibly imagine. We just didn't leave them nukes. Although I'll bet we'll hear about that too sometime. I was just, please, not surprise don't me. jinx I know. this. I know. Uh, who knows? <laughs> it's true. Who knows? Uh, great question from Tobin for Pope, though. It says, after giving the Taliban $85 billion worth of weapons and vehicles, is the United States now one of the top state sponsors of terror in the world? Oh, boy. Maybe even number one? That's an excellent excellent point. question. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, that's an excellent question. I hate it, mm-hmm. but it's an excellent question. Wow. I never thought I'd see this day. I mean, who did? I, I don't think any American living would have ever believed this could happen. Of all the scenarios you could dream up yeah. after 9-11 and, and we, we keep saying this. It just keeps getting worse, right? It just keeps getting worse. This administration is so bad, there is nothing that's beneath them. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Well, that's good news. Yeah. We just fixed everything. Uh Uh-huh. Took a minute, and I think they're going to talk about me here in a sec, so. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, over the last six minutes. Yeah, we just fixed it. Everything's fine now. Well, I mean, till we took a six-minute break mm-hmm. and uh, fixed everything that needed to be. You don't have to taken say we. You don't have to be generous with All your right. praise. I fixed it. Had fixed, I fixed it. it. So you're welcome. It was good. You're welcome. We just stood back and watched, and now, <laughs> believe it or not, when you open your front door, the <laughs> world's been the fixed. world's completely different now. Where different. are the fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Look at that man. Must Cor- be an, another Jeffy from when yeah, I wasn't here. Corby is. On top of the button yeah. game yeah, this morning. Yes, he is. 
Triple Eight, I w- only if only that were true. Wouldn't it be great if you could just take six minutes and fix the world? It'd be great. I'd love that. You know, you could save fifteen percent or more in fifteen minutes. If I something. I'm a Geico insurance yeah. or whatever. If I go to Geico, so, so in other words, it takes it takes a whole fifteen minutes to mm-hmm. save fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Well, it's good. Oh, you can save fifteen percent a lot quicker than that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me see the. That's right. Let me see the thing again. Yeah. Put up yeah. the sign. Yeah. yeah. Look now at that. Now through Labor Day, 15% off with the promo code NOVAX uh-huh. at padheadshop.com. Yeah, see. So order the Don't Vax Me Bro t-shirt. Does it? Does 15% off only apply to that? Or only does... to that. Yeah. Okay. Through Labor Day. Yeah. All right. You buy those uh, for Christmas, squirrel them away for a few months, you're good nice. to go. Yeah, yeah, great. So, I mean, you could save 15% on your car insurance, or you could save it on a Don't Vax Me Bro t-shirt. I mean, your call. That's a way, this is a way better deal. Yeah. it doesn't take 15 minutes to do that. And it only takes six minutes to save the world. Uh-huh. Sure. Good job. Got some tweets here. Proud Mr. Graybeard uh, watched part of the Blinken speech. Watch his eyes. The dude doesn't blink. That's true. He doesn't. This was also the most cold and unattached piles of drivel I've heard. Yeah, yeah. He's he he's like that. Right. You got to have some sort of blinking going on, mm-hmm. right? That's just natural. But the opposite, right? If you're lying, isn't that just you're blinking insanely, right? A you lot. just keep going. Mm-hmm. And so it's so funny this tweet came in because I was thinking during that Stephanopoulos thing, watch Joe Biden's eyes when he answers this first question. Watch this. Rob, we can play this. We're going to do everything in our power God. to all Americans out. Isn't that intense? Mm-hmm. Like 10 or 12 blinks. <laughs> Before yeah. he even got a word out. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to do everything we can sure to get are. everybody out. And then it proves. A, and and look, nope. look how he did everything. I mean, what could have been, what else could have been done? He put it all out there on the field. Yeah, he's the right man yeah, for at the, this at time. The right time. At the right time. Thank you for the right that. Place. Uh, Alyssa Milano. Man, is she stupid. Uh, Jeffy's 18 Spoons <laughs> tweets, we had to be lied to repeatedly for four uh, years that Trump was racist, so we would ignore Biden's actual racism. Mm. Except we don't ignore it. Uh, <laughs> but the the other media does. I mean, you will never see him be called a racist on CNN or MSNBC, that's for sure. Jimmy Dimples tweets, Biden stands behind his decision because if he stands in front of it, he's going to get run over and flattened. Mm. Joe's six-second delay, the U.S. government says there might be 200 Americans left in Afghanistan. Or could it be 100? To get an accurate count of people needing rescue, can you please spin the wheel of cancel? Oh. And let's go with that number. I will cancel. Uh, yeah. Mm. Wow. And I thought they were in touch with everybody via text message or phone calls or emails. And still, they don't know. They don't know who's there or why. Interesting. And then they turned over the names of those students who are going to the American University in Afghanistan. Turned those names over. to Yeah, well, uh, we, we can't get you out, but we gave your names to the Taliban and they'll take care of you. Unreal. Or what? You cannot write you, a more absurd, you can't. evil you story. Can't. You just can't. <laughs> Wait, what? You gave my name to the Taliban. That Doesn't that show you that they trust them? Or they don't care about the students, and I, I think probably both are true, but I, it's very strange to me 
that they're openly trusting and quoting the Taliban and depending on them and, and abiding by their timeline. And remember, the wow. Taliban said, you can have security of the whole city of Kabul. And that would have, yeah. a lot of these names yeah. then would have been, then it would have been door to door with American troops saying, okay, we have this address from the State Department says, hey, you're coming with us to the airport. Biden Instead, said no. And Biden said, no, nah, we just need the airport. I swear, I, I can't. Yeah, I know. Uh, we have this video to show you uh, just how changed the Taliban are. This is graphic. This is very graphic. No, no, that going in. It's it's really disturbing. Um, they are hanging people from a, uh, a a moving helicopter, presumably an American interpreter, um, from a Black Hawk helicopter. This is amazing. Oh, God. Oh. And I guess this is a warning to people. Yeah, I mean they're, they're flying it wherever Seemingly. we can see. Yeah. Uh, I I heard yesterday that they were doing this, and I thought, oh, come on, have we? Are you sure about that? Are they really? I mean, I thought that they were trying to actually show the world that they are different. No, no, they're not. Uh, they're doing the same kind of stuff, except that they have better equipment to do it because we left it for them. So they got that going for them. Uh, Bill Maher talking about what real oppression looks like. And we just saw what it really looks like. And every once in a while, <clears throat> as we've discussed multiple times on this show, Bill Maher will actually use common sense. <clears throat> and lately he's been really pretty good. I wonder if something snapped in him because they've gotten so bizarre on the other side of the spectrum that he, even he can't abide it. He just can't, and he's got to speak out against some of this stuff. And he's talking about real oppression here. And finally, new rule, blind hatred of America is just as blinkered as blind love. And we, and we Americans should really get some perspective about where we live. Watching go down in Afghanistan, I was reminded lately of every conversation I've ever had with an immigrant, almost all of which, if we got to really talking, included the notion, oh, you people have no idea. All you do is about and badmouth your own country. But if you knew mm. about the country I came from, yeah. you'd stop on your own. <laughs> now, <clears throat> right? I have never been a rah-rah America type, and no. in fact have often made fun of Republicans in the past for being overly sentimental, because they're the ones who tear up at military flyovers and get a boner when the governor of South Dakota rides into a biker rally dressed like a painting of Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> John Boehner used to cry, cry <laughs> like <laughs> weep. <laughs> the drop of a hat, if anything reminded him of what a star-spangled miracle this country is. If there was a little flag in his club sandwich, he'd lose it. <laughs> that's true. And that's fine. It's just that's in okay. the conservative DNA to have this yes. dewy-eyed, sloppy, we love the country. love for their country. So sue us. That often renders them incapable of acknowledging its problems. No. That's how we got the 2013 Supreme Court second. ruling. <laughs> We're, uh -oh. we're completely capable of recognizing that Democrats have uh, often screwed things up for our country, have often done evil things, 
And in almost every case, by the way, it has been Democrats. <laughs> all the crap that they talk about, the racism, the slavery, the Jim Crow laws, all of that stuff, that's all Democrats. That's all Democrats and the militant wing of the Democrat Party, the KKK. <laughs> okay, so no, we all acknowledge that all day long. Oh, all right, what else did he have to say? <laughs> Gutting the Voting Rights Act? Uh-huh. Not because John Roberts is a monster, but because people like him tend to over-romanticize America. Oh, he yeah, John Roberts. Uh-huh. was ready for the honor system. Please. They weren't. <laughs> but... Idiots. <laughs> but liberals, as usual in this Morons. era, have now gone too far in the mm. other direction. Thank they you. They under-romanticize America. They have no perspective. Mm-hmm. Last week, the Taliban murdered a comedian. His name was Nazar Mohammed, and he made up funny songs on TikTok. They forced him into a car, tortured, and then executed him. Mm. A comedian. A thing like that hits a little close to home for me. I've had two presidents up my ass. This one warned me to stop speaking my mind. They need to, to watch what they say, watch what they do. And this is not a time for remarks like that. There never is. George Bush. And this one sued me over a joke. Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> and as president, called me every name in the book for the crime of predicting he'd do exactly what he did. This crazy Bill Maher. This idiot comedian. These people are sick. He's a crazy lunatic. He's a whack job. He is a total nut job. <laughs> that was a good montage. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Positive And you know he's proud of that, too. President of the United States. Oh, yeah. Calling oh. him out like that. He loves that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely loves it. It makes him relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's more. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... Neither experience was pleasant, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to worry about being dragged till Thank I'm you. dead yes. behind a Toyota Tacoma. Thank you. Have a little perspective about the stuff right. we howl about here. Yep. I'm, s- <clears throat> I'm sorry your professor said something you didn't like. That won't be a problem with the Taliban because you're not allowed to go to school. <laughs> In Saudi Arabia... Grown women can be jailed for doing the kind of things we think of as routine without the permission of a male guardian. Mm-hmm. China rounds you up if you're a, the wrong religion and puts you in camps. More children in Burkina Faso work than are in school. Only 5% of Burundians have electricity. The homicide rate in Honduras is eight times what it is here. The inflation rate in Venezuela is 2,719%. The Philippines, in the last five years, has put to death 27,000 low-level drug dealers. My old job. (laughs) In North Korea, people starve to death. The only people who starve here are doing it for a roll. (laughs) And the only people who have no water live in California. If you think America is irredeemable, turn on the news or get a passport and a ticket on one of those sketchy airlines that puts its web address on the plane. (laughs) There's a reason Afghan mothers are handing their babies to us. Right. Right. And 
and we should take them. Americans right now should take in Afghan refugees into their homes mm -hmm. and into their neighborhoods. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone who just clapped is thinking the same thing. Yes, someone who isn't me should definitely do that. Pause it for a second. And that includes him, by the right. way. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, Bill has a little extra room around the house. Oh, he yeah. He maybe fit a few refugees in it. <laughs> but he's not going to do that either. If every celebrity mm. would just open up one wing of their mansion. Right. We could accommodate an awful lot of Afghan citizens. All right, let's see the rest. But that doesn't make us the bad guys. We're not the bad guys. Oppression is Thank what you. we were trying to stop in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. We failed, but any immigrant will tell you we've largely succeeded here, and yet the overriding thrust of current woke ideology is that America is rotten to the core, yep. irredeemably racist from the moment it was founded, and right. so oppressive, sexist, and homophobic, we can't find a host for the Oscars or Jeopardy. <laughs> 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 oh yeah I'm sure you heard the new Jeopardy guy is out because he said boobies in 2014 <laughs> and this is where your new Afghani roommates that you took in will 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 prove so valuable because they'll turn to you and say have you people lost your minds have you have you ever heard of honor killings, public beheadings, throwing gay men off of roofs, arranged mm -hmm. marriages to minors, mm -hmm. state-sanctioned wife-beating, female genital mutilation, marriage by capture? Because we have. What's the lesson of Afghanistan? Maybe it's that everyone from the giant dorm room session that is the Internet should take a good look at what real oppression looks like. Ask your maid. Ask your Uber driver. Ask the Asian woman giving you a massage. She'll tell you this place is Shangri-La, and not just because she works in a place called Shangri-La. <laughs> America may not be the country of your faculty lounge and Twitter dreams, but no one here tries to escape by hanging on to an airplane. Thank you. No. That's for sure. We wait till we're inside the plane to fight. <laughs> and then only because they cut off the beverage service. Yeah, uh, our problems here, even our problems are completely different than most of the rest of the world. Uh, that's makes some really good points there. Yeah. And it's interesting to listen to the reaction of the audience who's so confused that uh -huh. he's actually saying good things about the United States of America. They don't know how to act. Mm -hmm. When it comes to a line that a conservative would appreciate and yeah. love, they're like, uh, what? Wait, okay, I guess I'm supposed to. Uh, all right, okay, yeah. And they'll, they'll instantly whoop and holler for... You know, saying that the South is racist or whatever nonsensical liberal talking point you're gonna you're gonna use, and they'll eat that up. But when it comes to saying good things about the United States of America, they're like, "Oh wow, I, I am I in the wrong studio? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to act. And to his point about um, how woke <laughs> the left is and how ridiculous they are now, we're going to find out later, I hope, um, uh, how the Billboard music charts are racist. Oh! Yeah, because that's the kind of stuff that we concern ourselves with in America. Right. Yeah. Right. And Social Security, that's also <sighs> racist. We're going to learn that, fun fact. So. Okay. Well, good. I'm looking forward to that. To make Bill Maher's point. Some great stuff there, and I huh. appreciate it. You we'll know, Get to that coming up in just a few minutes on Pat Gray Unleashed. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Keith, do you still have that tweet that uh Alyssa milano yes. tweeted the, was it yesterday she tweeted uh, this let's see on sunday <laughs> okay on sunday so sunday she is still thinking joe biden's doing a good job yeah yeah here it is verbatim all right i'm mm. proud of potus mm. and the incredible job he's doing mm. he's the <laughs> right person for the job in this moment in <laughs> history hashtag i stand with biden wow could there be a statement any more ridiculous than that one could you say something more but stupid than what she just said (laughs) i don't know that you could the colossal failure of joe biden in every aspect of his presidency it's unlike anything i've ever seen in my life you start at the border uh the border is worse than it's ever been and even i mean according to even according to their sensibilities on the left, it's not good because unaccompanied children, that whole situation is worse than under Trump, and the media went ape crap over that. Uh, now it's worse. So the border's a mess. The economy, we have a labor shortage sh- such that businesses are shutting down. They can't even staff their shifts. The worst inflation in decades. We've got shortages of goods and services in the United States of America, like a third world nation. He canceled the Keystone pipeline. He canceled drilling uh, in Alaska. He's taken us from energy independence, which we had achieved for the first time in 60 years, to being energy dependent again. His handling of Cuba is despicable. We had an incredible opportunity there to help Cuba experience some freedom and get out from underneath the oppression of their communist regime. Nope. Nope. Didn't extend a single hand to help them out. In fact, we did quite the opposite. People who were trying to float over here on on rafts and uh, pickup trucks, (laughs) we, we sent them back or sent them somewhere else. Geez, gas prices have spiked. They're the highest they've been in decades, in a decade at least. You got that whole scandal with, with his son Hunter that gets worse every day, and they find another computer uh, about every other week. You got his sexual assault allegations that have never been that have 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 never been taken care of. The media continues to just ignore Tara Reid and everybody else who was ever harassed by him. I mean, you had that little girl admit that Joe Biden pinched her nipple and nobody cared about that. Nobody cared. 
you got the cognitive decline that is happening every day right before our very eyes. And of course, then there's Afghanistan, the worst military disaster in American history. And shaping up to be the biggest foreign policy disaster in American history. On what has he done well? (laughs) What is there to be proud of with a record like this? So far, he is very much on track to be the worst president in the history of the United States of America. And as we said last week, I mean, even some of CNN's anchors and reporters have bailed on him. They can't carry his water. Because as I said last week, there's no way you can carry an ocean. You just can't carry an ocean. Little too much water there to carry. He is an absolute disaster, a catastrophe in, in, on every issue. So, I don't, I don't know what presidency she's talking about, but it I mean, certainly isn't the same one I'm looking at. But you went through all of the disasters of this administration over the course of an eight-year presidency. <laughs> um, I'm so, hold on. No, oh, no, eight months. Oh, less than eight months. That's right. That's less okay. than eight months. I'm bad at math, y'all. My bad. Jeez. That's right. Eight months. Not even. September 20th will be eight months. My gosh. I mean, it's not even September yet. <laughs> Tomorrow is. Yeah, okay. Unbelievably. Don't get me on the technicalities. But uh, the only reason I know today is uh, August 31st is because we've cleared out of Afghanistan. And we cleared out and with we, like 60 seconds yeah. to spare, too. Yeah. Yeah, the last guy hopped on the plane with about a minute to spare. Mm-hmm. So, see ya. Bye-bye, all you Americans that couldn't get to the airport. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, you know what? We left your name with the Taliban, so uh, give them a call. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. I, I don't think so. There are no words. How would you feel if you were left behind in Afghanistan? How would you feel? I'd be a little disgruntled, I think, with my country. That's the word. A little disgruntled. Disgruntled with mm-hmm. my country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'd feel a little betrayed, mm. if you will. A little betrayed. Especially if I went over there to help out, you know, assist oh. the military, be an advisor or, or oh a support system for the military. Because that's probably what most Americans were doing over there, was being a support system for the military, working for, you know, general contractors and defense contractors uh, who, have, who have those kinds of uh, jobs. And uh, otherwise, what are you doing in Afghanistan as an American? <laughs> I don't know, unless you got family members there. Uh, I guess that's possible. So the question is, does he make it four years? Okay. Mm-hmm. Does he resign? No. Is he impeached? He resigns. He could be impeached. When does that process that's start? possible. Well, I mean, it's the talk has already begun. So the talk has to start before the action occurs. And at least the talk has started. You know, people are asking him to resign. Even <clears throat> Lindsey Graham, who's a good friend of his, has told him, <clears throat> has said that he should be in, impeached or resign uh, because this is such a disaster that there's no avoiding it. You're derelict in your duties and you need to get out. But again, then the situation doesn't get any better because you've got Kamala Harris. So it's not that that's a great alternative, but at least he'd be out of the way. And whoever's pulling his strings behind him would 
Yeah. No, they They'll wouldn't. They'll probably still be there, too. <laughs> I was going to say. They'll probably still be there, too. It's the same group yeah. and the same person, George Lawrence, that uh, would be uh, there with him or Kamala. Meet the new boss. Same as the old boss. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh oh. You're looking for ways. Come on, you're gonna make uh, the apocalypse fun, right? Yes, I'm well I'm looking for something to maybe take the edge off a little bit because Oh, I know this this little kid will take the edge off a little bit. First, let me show you the uh Jim Cantori in in Louisiana mm-hmm. during the hurricane yesterday, and I think the day before, he was standing out, you know, trying to brace himself. I'd forgotten the, he was wearing a baseball helmet, Pat. Oh, yeah, and wearing a baseball <laughs> helmet. Just in case any flying debris yeah. happens to hit him in the head, he's prepared. <laughs> we got stuff. this kid in Louisiana uh-huh. who's reporting from the scene now. I'm from Walker, Louisiana, and as you can see, <laughs> His sister is in the background doing a uh, recreating the scene from uh, from Cantori. Yeah, very funny. Good stuff. Very funny. I I love the the guys just walking casually behind him. Yeah, let's see that. As he's, you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> he's bracing himself. <laughs> the guy behind him, just standing there. <laughs> uh, see, that's why you can make the apocalypse fun again. Right there. Right right there! Yeah, yeah. These By the way, weathermen out there. we were just talking about the border situation <clears throat> a minute ago. And uh, the fact that last time they found out about the unaccompanied children being kept in these shelters uh they went completely they they went ape crap crazy <laughs> and the uh media coverage however now on the border disaster is down 96 percent they're getting they're doing about four percent of the coverage that they were doing on it now that's understandable during the afghanistan situation but it, this was a couple of weeks ago before the afghanistan pullout began it was down 96 percent. it's probably down 100 percent now because i i don't ever see a peep about the border now uh they just don't care well you know how to make that a, a news story again then you just call <clears throat> the press and tell them that trump is actually still president yeah. And tell them that Trump put kids in cages. And now all of a sudden they'll care again. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, it's hard to believe. Because I, I thought they cared about the children. I thought they cared. What kind of freak would not care about the children? Especially the 12 year old boy children. Oh! oh. Y- you know what? You know, Mexico and these Central American co- countries have uh, a lot of room in them now that, now that so many have moved up north to us. So, uh, mm-hmm. so may- maybe you find a place for, for Afghan citizens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of, it's like you tear up, you know? Right. You, you move up from, from Afghanistan, Central America, and then, then you move your way <laughs> up here later. Yeah. Once Baby we know steps. that you're not a terrorist. Or, Baby steps. You know, we're not, I, I guess we're not supposed <laughs> to worry about any of that 
either. What, screening the people that are that are coming here from Afghanistan, and we're not supposed to even be concerned mm-hmm. that they might have ulterior motives. When you know some bad people have probably boarded those planes. Well, yeah, right? we already we had know the that. one at Dulles. Yeah, we had the rapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't he a killer, too? He raped and murdered somebody? I don't know. But uh, I know that's, that's one flight that you don't have to worry about wearing a mask on. Is uh, is is these evacuation flights out of uh, Kabul? Uh, Cheryl Atkinson tweeted out last night. Were those packed evacuation flights with no mask super spreader events? <laughs> if so, what's the death toll, and who's responsible for not having or requiring masks? And if not, then great why question. do the rest of us have to wear masks on planes? <laughs> it's a great question. Thank you, Cheryl Atkinson. <sighs> oh man. By the way, we've got this uh, schoolgirl now who's urging teenagers to get vaccinated. But when you get vaccinated, that's not, don't forget, that's not enough. You also need to wear your mask. So you get vaccinated and stay masked up. And then maybe we can survive this thing. Wait, Joe Biden said mask or vax. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Uh, At one point. And uh, that went away too. But this 17-year-old is urging other teenagers to get vaccinated after COVID put her in the hospital Mm. just three days after she had her her first jab. So I guess she wasn't quite immune yet, right? (laughs) Wait. uh, Yeah. No one's ever immune. That's (laughs) sadly true. No, so she got the jab. She got really sick. And yet... And yet she's still... So she was hospitalized with a blood clot in her lung. Oh, man. Um, 3,000% increase uh, oh my gosh. in teenage male uh, myocarditis, uh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Cases observed yeah. Uh, following COVID-19 vaccinations. Well, so, And that's an underestimate, they think. The 3,000%? Increase, yes. Uh, that's crazy. I don't know why kids are getting this at all. Don't do that to your kids. Then I got this uh, story from... Uh, um, BYU Sports Nation host Spencer Linton. Mm. He's okay. So this isn't a story about BYU. It's about uh, one of the BYU TV sports guys. He hosts a show called Sports Nation on BYU uh, TV. But he finally uh, he's been out for a few weeks, and he on Sunday night let everybody know why. It's because he has COVID-19, and it was a super severe case of COVID-19. Thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And he was vaccinated. Hmm. Now, I thought the whole point <clears throat> of vaccination was uh, to prevent the severe illness or death. And now we're hearing about <clears throat> people who are getting really sick, regardless of whether they're vaccinated or not. Now, he took the Johnson & Johnson, so it was just the one shot, so I don't, I don't know if if that's why, but he, he goes on to talk about, you know, his, his shot and how he just suggests people try to avoid this however, whatever way you want. And, you know, he talks about how he's all about your agency and your freedom of choice and mm. all of those things. But here's what he says at the end. And, and this, is, this is what you struggle with, I think. He said, I empathize so much with those who have been negatively affected by this, including the millions who have died or have endured loved ones dying. Stay safe. I genuinely wish you good health and and happy days ahead with this pandemic. But he says, um, it's really uh, a difficult thing to wonder, uh, did he get vaccinated for no good reason? Mm -hmm. Or did the vaccination save his life? 
and that's I guess that's what you're what you're left with is uh, okay I I got vaccinated like everybody says I wore the mask like everybody says and I still got severely sick wound up you know where I couldn't breathe and all of these lung prob- problems I've been on oxygen for two weeks and I was vaccinated so did did that keep me from dying or did it just do no good mm-hmm and there's no way to tell. But he's saying know. you should make your own choices. Yes. <gasps> well, imagine that. What? What? Someone saying that you should decide, <laughs> not not be compelled by a government or your employer. What a concept. Or a school. Wow, that is yeah. fascinating. By the way, at least, concept. For at least 14 mm. Israelis that we know of who received a third COVID shot contracted COVID-19. Oh, my gosh. Two have needed hospitalization. The country oh recently launched uh, the new drive to uh, give third booster jabs. To its population. And don't forget... And people uh, have already done it, and they've already contracted COVID again. Yes, yes. So they've had three <laughs> shots. And, Gosh! Yeah. By the way, this is making the rounds as well. Uh, the head of bioethics at the National Institutes of Health. Yeah. That's the uh, area that uh, gives FDA approval to pharmaceuticals. Uh, the head of that department is married to Dr. Fauci. Her name is Christine Grady. Oh. That's been making the rounds mm. on the old socials. Okay. For what that's worth, mm-hmm. just another little thing to consider. Good day. There's just uh, quite a few things to consider during this pandemic, aren't there? <laughs> uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. This is something you should consider for your dog's health. Uh, your your dog could be much more active if they're a little lethargic and they've been that way for a while. It might be because they're not getting the essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils in their diet because you're using the you know, dry kibble dog food, which has all of the good stuff baked out of it in the sterilization process so that it can last on the store shelves in the grocery store for two two or three years. But Rough Greens puts back all of that good stuff into your dog's diet. Plus, they love this stuff. It's like a little doggy crack to them or doggy chocolate, maybe. Uh, Might be a better way to look at it. Uh, But... You never know if your dog is... I mean, my dog loved it from the beginning. So did Glenn's. So did Stu's. Keith's dog's not so much. So you want to see if your dog is like mine or like Keith's. And you can do that with a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. Just a small little bag that you can try out for a few days. And then if it if they if they love it, then you can get more. If not, then you, don't, you haven't uh, lost anything except the shipping cost. All you have to pay is the shipping, and then they'll send you that free bag. Go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com. Or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Brian Moore tweets, I say Biden's done a great job winning the House for Republicans in 2022. (laughs) Let's hope so. Uh, If people don't forget, Brian Raines tweets, uh, I think VP Harris would fight back against Biden's handlers. So if she took over, it might be a little different because she would want to be in charge. This would cause internal chaos within the Dem establishment. Unlike Biden, who's been easily controlled. Okay. She'd still be awful, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vaccinated test dummy. 
Saying we have freedom to choose what's best for our health will soon be labeled as misinformation. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much already is. Yeah. We're kind of there already. Uh, you know, we were talking a few weeks ago that somebody should start uh, a an employment board, you know, a job board where you didn't have to be vaccinated in order to mm. be employed. And someone did. I love it. Somebody actually did it. No vax mandate job board. So you go to uh, novaxmandate.org, and they yeah. say, we believe that no right is more sacred than the right of every individual to control their own person, free from all restraint or interference of others. This job board is for open positions at companies who align with our values and don't force you to get vaccinated. Yeah, I've been there. So if you type in a keyword for the kind of job you're looking for, then all the posts that uh, have that word in it will pop up and just know going in these are employers that don't require a vaccination and so we'll post this at pat unleashed on twitter but if you want to go there directly it's novaxmandate.org yesterday we told you about a cook county judge a judge in illinois who ordered that a woman who wasn't vaccinated not see her child her 11 year old child took away her visiting rights her rights as a mother were taken away because she wasn't vaccinated. Well, that got a lot of publicity. To the point where the Cook County judge who took away her rights uh, gave them back. She apparently will be able to see her 11-year-old son after all. Mm. Rebecca Furlitt and her ex-husband were in a child support hearing when, the, when Judge James Shapiro asked if she'd been vaccinated. I mean, I out of the blue it hadn't even come up in court to my knowledge and he just brought it up when she said she had not that she's reacted badly to other vaccines and is under medical orders not to get the shot shapiro suspended her parenting time until she demonstrates sufficient proof to this court of vaccination against COVID 19 um well because i got so much publicity and he got a little he had some blowback from that um, I guess he has now opened it back up where she can see her child without being vaccinated. Yeah, apparently the way he wrote the order, though, is kind of leaves the door open for the dad <clears throat> to bring it up if he wants to. Jeez. So if the dad does that, it sounds like... Could shut the door on her again. Crazy. Unbelievable. Just crazy. Also, a, a, uni- a student at the University of Tennessee was dragged out of the classroom by police... Because he was going to blow up the place or murder people? or mm, No. He didn't even have a level two look-alike firearm. No? You know, like that. Um, he wasn't wearing a mask. Oh, oh no. Yeah. yeah here, so look here's what happened. Look Burly police officer comes in. And the cop even says, look, I agree with you. Yes, sir. I 100% agree <laughs> that you have done nothing wrong. You've done, I 100% agree you've done nothing wrong. But they have every right to ask. But, but they have every right. Coming with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and look at his classmates laughing. They think it's so funny. He's handcuffed in the middle of the hallway there. Yeah. And dragged out. Dragged out of school. Even though he had every right. And the cop uh, agreed with him. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, at least our huh. elected leaders, though, they're they're setting the example, right? Like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah. 
Do we have time for this? Yeah, Can we show? Yeah. Here's Nancy Pelosi at an event. Oh, look at all the Democrats, prominent Democrats, gathered around the table. No one. And oh, wait. No one has Excuse me, a mask no on. Uh, the servants sure well, okay, do. Okay, yes, the servants actually uh-huh. do. There we go. That is amazing. There she is, Nancy. With no mask. With no mask. Huh. Huh. That's fascinating. Because I thought... You know, you needed the vaccination and the mask, mm-hmm. you know, because the science is settled on that. Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh. oh, my. Mother time. Just so agonizing. <laughs> I, I can't take it. I know. I can't take it. People who used to uh, mm-hmm. be a different media groups that are now <laughs> at some other media group. Ah, like maybe on TV Maybe right on, now? yeah, CNN-ish. Oh, okay. Who've completely flipped their political affiliation, apparently, hmm. and now are talking about the lies that are coming out of the right-wing media. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. And... And the lies from Trump, and there's there's no consequences. Uh, but we don't talk about the lies from this administration, where they can't even tell the truth about dogs, let alone what's going on in Afghanistan. Ah, it's amazing how your principles change. Isn't when it? it depends on who's signing your <clears throat> paycheck, Pat. It's just incredible to me. Wow, that person uh-huh. um, hmm. didn't start out that way on no. CNN. no. But wow, guess they drank the Kool-Aid completely now, huh? All right, well, good. That's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> Hope they're making a lot of money doing that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I guess the meeting with the Gold Star families, whose Marines were just killed in that explosion last week. I guess that didn't go real well. Um. The families did not appreciate what was being said. Um, yesterday, we played some audio of Riley McCollum's mom. Riley McCauley, uh, McCollum was uh, a Marine who died in Afghanistan last week. And here's an excerpt from the Washington Post on meeting President Biden at Dover. One of McCollum's sisters, Royce, said she and her sister and her father joined McCollum's wife, Jenna McCollum, on the trip. But when it came time to meet with the president, they left the room because she said they didn't want to speak with the man they held responsible for his death. Makes sense. Only Jenna, who was expecting the couple's child next month, stayed. But she left disappointed, Royce, her sister, said. The president brought up his son, Bo, according to her account, describing his son's military service and subsequent death from cancer. It struck the family as scripted and shallow... A conversation that lasted only a couple of minutes in total disregard to the loss of our Marine. You can't F up as bad as he is and say you're sorry. This did not need to happen and every life is on his hands. Then there was another, uh, one of the fathers of the Marines lost that said the same thing, basically, that all he talked about was his son. Yep. And apparently this father said, you know, I, I think this is more about my son right now, Mr. President. And maybe what you could do is is learn the stories of these Marines. I did, I did learn the stories, is what what he apparently came back to the father with. 
and got belligerent. And so it did not. It did not go well. Uh, but that's who he is. And that's what we're faced with. That's what we're up against right now. It's just it's despicable. It really is despicable. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, the state mask bans, you know, like Texas has a ban against the mandates. Well, now that's facing federal civil rights inquiries. Wait, what? So, so my civil right yeah. to be forced to wear a mask. Yeah, because you're not safe if, if you're not forced uh-huh. to do something. I see. So I can't just do it on my own. No. With my civil right. No. I have to have the civil right that I'm forced into wearing the mask. Yes, unless you are compelled by threat mm. of force. That's interesting. Then you're not safe. Because the Education Department announced Monday <clears throat> they're investigating five Republican-led states with oh. universal mask uh, bans, uh, saying the policies could amount to discrimination against students with disabilities on health conditions. That makes no sense at all. Sure doesn't. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. A parental choice, apparently not a thing with the Biden administration. They sent letters to uh, education chiefs in Iowa, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Utah. Texas wasn't one of them. Oh, why not us? Come on, bro. I'm a little disappointed. Ken Paxton loves these fights. Let's go. He almost always wins them, too, Uh which is great. Those states have barred schools from requiring masks among students and staff, a move that the department says could prevent some students from safely attending school. (laughs) Well, no. Wear your mask if you want to. Or stay home. <laughs> Homeschool your kid if you don't like the policies in your state. <laughs> Come on. It's simple. <clears throat> it's simply unacceptable that state leaders are putting politics over the health and education of the students they took an oath to serve, according to Education Secretary Miguel Cardona. Uh, go away. The department will fight to protect every student's right to access in-person learning safely. Yeah. Make it stop. It just doesn't even make sense. They're not even making sense anymore. Do you ever get the feeling, as someone who who watches Loki, right? You enjoy that show. Mm-hmm. You ever feel like we're on one of these timelines that's just mm. out of control? We got to get back to the, yes. to the real timeline. Yes, it does <sighs> feel that way. But, you know, there's this one school, though, that, uh, you know, one of your audience members sent us the lyrics. They're, they're, they're teaching kids a, a new song. Well, it's a face mask song Mm -hmm. to the tune I've been working on the railroad. Look at this. I will always wear my face mask all day long at school. (laughs) Jeez. I will always wear my face mask. It Uh shows that I'm so cool. Oh, does it? Masks Uh help everyone stay healthy. Teachers, friends, and family. Yeah. That doesn't really work, does it? No, it it does not. I will always wear my face mask. It helps us stay germ-free. Germ-free is two words I'd like to point out. And the tambourine couldn't even help that no. out at all. That's beyond help. That's uh, brainwashing. Yet another reason to homeschool. Mm-hmm. You know that homeschooled kids, the numbers of homeschooled kids increased in uh, 1970. The number was 13,000 kids. Okay, 13 nationwide. Nationwide, huh? 13,000 kids were homeschooled. Uh, yeah, you were you were definitely different. Uh, if you chose to homeschool oh, 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. That was an unusual selection. So it's gone from 13,000 in okay. 1970 to 5 million in 2020. And it's probably more than that now. Uh, but wow. now the stigma is kind of gone. Uh-huh. You know, these aren't 
These aren't kids wearing mismatched clothes or pioneer <laughs> outfits. <laughs> you know, pioneer outfits. <laughs> They're not weirdos who cling to their mommy when other kids are around. Right. You know, when they're 17 years old. And they have to hide behind their mom when other kids are around. These are well-behaved, highly educated, mature kids who outperform their peers, by the way, by a lot in public schools. And the thing is, with 5 million now, uh, there's all kinds of resources. If, If you want to do this... If you think it might work for you and your family, the resources available now, as opposed to 50 years ago, are incredible. Mm-hmm. All kinds of aids online. You can do co-ops. There are manuals. There's entire curriculum. There is curriculum that ties in Christianity, if you want to do that. Right. I, it's just, uh, there's a plethora of help. If you want to do this, and get your kids out of the mire. Yeah. And, and you don't want to have to, you know, jam the mask over their face so they can't breathe all day long. You don't have to have them uh, propagandized at school. Gosh, yeah. yeah. If for not, if for no other reason, <clears throat> let's just say you have no confidence in your abilities to teach. First of all, you're selling yourself short because, like you just said, plenty of resources, plenty of co-ops, mm-hmm. and, and ways to get uh, assistance uh, in educating your children. <clears throat> yep. But just getting them removed from this cesspool that crams CRT, hate yourself if you're white, down mm-hmm. their throats, um, the transgender insanities, the climate change hoax bullcrap oh, that, that, oh that they're getting fed on a constant basis. Yep. I mean, just to get them out of that alone is worth it. My gosh. Oh, sure and they can is. breathe freely at home, by the way. Uh, if you're in a school where they're forced to wear masks and do a zombie walk like we saw the other day. Ridiculous. Just, and, and it's ridiculous. It's it's so worth it. No one is going to be more invested in your kid's future and their education than you. And they're not going to, you know, you just the anti-science stuff that just continues to be uh, poured out on top of them. Like, right now they're talking about how climate change is fueling hurricanes like Ida. Wait, I thought that we weren't supposed to confuse weather with climate. Climate is something that happens over a long period of time, year after year after year. It's not Ida, the hurricane, it was brought on by climate change. That's just, it's, it's, it's asinine, and it's not true, and it's not science. And uh, I noticed that nobody was saying that during the 12 years between any kind of hurricane, major or otherwise, making landfall in the United States. Huh. From, what was that, about 2008 until... uh, Just recently. Yeah, until recently, until just the last couple of years and when we've had another cycle where hurricanes are starting to hit us again. But it will calm down. And then we won't get any for a while. That will happen too. I mean, right after, it was right after, actually, the uh, Hurricane Katrina and an inconvenient truth where they where Al Gore claimed that hurricanes are going to be more frequent and more intense, that they stopped being frequent or intense. So uh, <laughs> whatever fits their agenda... Uh, if it's not talking about hurricanes, then that's what they do. And that's what they did for those 12 years. Yeah, and, and you'll recall that 
if a hurricane loses its hurricane status, then it, they just change the name. They rebranded a superstorm, as was the case with, with Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> right. <laughs> superstorm. Because then it still sounds really scary. Right. You know, it still sounds really we, scary. We didn't used to have storms until, you know, global warming and stuff. Right. Well, we certainly, I mean, we didn't have superstorms, Keith. Mm-hmm. That's a brand new thing, the superstorms. Yeah, that's right. Then uh, we also find out about uh, Social Security being racist, and so is the Billboard um, music chart. We'll tell you about that in just one minute. Uh, first, you know, I could also share with you a way that uh, you can save a whole bunch of money. Oh, I like that. I like saving money. Still get really proficient with your firearm. Uh-huh. And I know you have this, Keith, in your house yes, as well. Uh, it's the iTarget Pro system where you replace the bullet that would be in your gun normally mm-hmm. with a laser bullet. And so that shows you where uh, your shots land on the target. So cool. It also makes the shooting of your gun safe in your house. Yeah, because you set up your phone across the room or wherever you want it, and then you go and look and see how you did on the target. It's so cool. Really cool. And really fun. And, you know, if you can even get ammo, it is so expensive now that, geez, you just can't afford to do this very often. And then go to the range and pay the range fees and all of that. iTarget Pro will take care of itself in like a day. It will pay for itself. You use their proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm that comes in all different calibers, uh, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with virtually any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com, save 10%, plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. It's iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. Oh, you know what? We didn't mention earlier in the week that I couldn't believe, but they they granted Sirhan Sirhan. You know who he is, right? The uh, assassin who killed Robert F. Kennedy. They granted him parole. 77 years old. And uh, they released him from prison now. I guess 54 years was long enough. When you killed, you know, somebody. Although they say there was a second shooter now. Are you aware of that? I think I did hear that at one point. Yeah. A long time ago. What, what's the... I mean, uh, I don't even understand how that could be a question. They were all right there. Yeah. You know? It's not like they, they were. he was shot from a great distance. It, he was shot right in the back of the head. And they claim that, I mean, first of all, he was... I think he was coming towards Sirhan Sirhan, and so the shots in his back uh, make them wonder if there was a second shooter, but a lot of people think, he well, he just turned around after he was shot the first time and then got shot in the back of the head. But uh, it's bizarre, wow. because wasn't Sirhan Sirhan tackled by, uh, was it Rosie O'Greer? You know, he was a oh, Los, yeah. Angel- Los Angeles Rams. That's right. Yeah. Defensive tackle, Rosie O'Greer. Because they were they were what? They were cutting through the kitchen of the hotel there yeah. before speech. And, and Greer, afterwards. Rosie Greer was uh, was a big fan of RFK. And I think kind of a bodyguard kind of went with him wherever he went. And certainly when he was in town, he hung out. And he, it seems to me, he was the one that tackled Sirhan Sirhan, right? And 
In fact, th- there was talk that he broke his thumb taking the gun away from him or something. Mm. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how you could not be sure that he's the shooter. Yeah, RFK Jr. does not believe it was Sirhan Sirhan. Yeah, he believes in a second shooter, mm-hmm. right? Of course, he also doesn't believe you should ever be vaccinated for anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. That's fun. Yeah, that is fun. <laughs> I love that he's an anti-vaxxer because there is nothing more kooky to the left than an anti-vaxxer. Well, here's a guy yeah. on your side. Yeah, they love this guy. Who's against every vaccine. So, yeah, like I don't even... He doesn't even want you to t- get a tetanus shot, so take that for what it's worth. Um, uh, so, did I hear correctly that Bobby Kennedy has eleven kids? Is that right? Eleven? Yeah. Let me see. Hang on. Let me. I don't know. Hang on. That's news to me. I'll tell you that. Eleven kids. Wow. Yeah, and some. So is it didn't, true? Some didn't want uh, Sir Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Children. My gosh. One, two, three. I mean, yes. It's a lot. Yes. 11 kids. I can't count to 11, but it looks like 11. And was the entire family okay with Sirhan Sirhan? No. uh, Being released? Um. I know two Kennedys spoke out for him, right? Yeah. I think some didn't want him released, but nobody bothered to show up to, I think no one was, uh, was moved to go and testify against him at this hearing. Douglas Kennedy, who was a toddler when his when his dad was gunned down in 1968, said he was moved to tears by Sirhan Sirhan's remorse during a parole hearing. I'm overwhelmed just by being able to view Mr. Sirhan face to face, he said. <laughs> Jeez, I'm pretty sure I'm not calling the guy who killed my dad Mr. Anything. Right. I think I've lived my life both in fear of him and his name in one way or another, and I'm grateful today to see him as a human being worthy of compassion and love. And uh, so he's out now. That is something yeah, else. Let's see. Um, former Congressman wow. Joseph P. Kennedy uh, is not on board with this recommendation by the parole board. Wow. That's fascinating. Hmm. All right. Not quite as fascinating, though, as Social Security being racist. Um, Two elements of Social Security contribute to racial inequality. One is that the system rewards marriage. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And what? Minorities don't get married? Is that that what we're... I don't know what that means. Is that what we're saying now? Weird. (laughs) That's what we're saying. Everything's racist. They can't get online. (laughs) They can't uh, get a driver's license. They don't know where the DMV is. Right. And they don't get married. Mm-hmm. Man, wow, they've got some weird lives, I guess. That's interesting. Uh, the other thing is that it rewards longevity, and black people uh, get overcharged on both scores. So, wait, black people don't live as long as white people? Is that a fact? I, I guess so. I think so. that is a fact. Yeah, I think so. But that's racist. So that death is mm-hmm. racist. You too. know what? Death is racist. Thank you. Somebody had to say it. <laughs> It and had and to I, be said. I don't care what the justification is. <laughs> if that means we're getting rid of Social Security and you get all of your paycheck, cool. Oh, my gosh. All right, whatever. 
Would that be great? Yes, it's and racist. And then let me save whatever I will for my paycheck that Whoa. you gave me all of. Whoa, the next thing you're going to suggest is that people decide for themselves if they're going to get vaccinated or not. Yes, that is the next thing I'm going to say. People Crazy should decide man. for themselves this whether guy. they're going to get vaccinated or not. This guy over here. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. No, but whatever it uh, takes. Crazy. It's racist. Yep. Well, and so no is uh, music uh, billboard charts okay. are, uh, are racist as well. We find out from this woman. Oh, no. Since I'm getting into music data stuff, let's talk about racism in the billboard charts. So oh, okay. mm-hmm. the billboard charts are determined by all these streams that come from different streaming services. Mm-hmm. However, a paid stream on Spotify or Apple Music counts mm-hmm. more or is weighted more than a stream off of a free service like YouTube or SoundCloud. Oh, huh. And data shows us that the people who are using mm-hmm. YouTube and SoundCloud come from areas that are more black, more brown, and more poor. I mean, I can definitely attest that to my mom was never paid for me to have a music service. So this means that the charts, which are determining what's what? more culturally significant, okay, care pause it for more a second. about okay, what so certain- What have we learned about priorities now? <laughs> <laughs> the list is getting longer. <laughs> Okay, but they don't have ID. They don't have ID. They don't know where the DMV is. Right. They don't get married. They don't get married. Uh-huh. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, dang uh, it. They don't know how to find the CVS, the Walgreens. They, they for, don't, for no. vaccine. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, there was one here. Oh, yeah, they don't get married. They don't... Oh, they don't live as long. All right. And... They don't have Spotify. And by the way, this girl is a leech off of her mom. Well, my mom's never gotten me a music service she paid for. Yeah, get a job. Right? Uh, you're, get a you're job. You're on here completely... Unbelievable. All right, let's hear the rest of this really interesting theory. Really significant. Care more about what mm. certain audiences listen to than other audiences, and yeah. they don't mean to be racist, but that's how it plays out. <laughs> this is why, for example, really? you never see NBA Youngboy on the Billboard charts, even though he's huge on YouTube. <laughs> Similarly, we didn't start seeing trap NBA music on the Billboard NBA charts Young until like 2018 with Amigos, even though we know that trap music has been around me? for far longer than that, but it was primarily streamed by black and brown communities on YouTube and SoundCloud, and wasn't yet evangelized, aka colonized by white people yet on Spotify. <laughs> Gosh, I can't. White people have colonized Spotify. I can't. I Get a life. I just can't. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I got to look at the billboard, the racist billboard chart. Oh, okay. That's a good okay. idea. That's a good idea. To show you how racist this chart is and how there's only white boys and girls on this chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Kid Leroy? Is that is that a whitey? Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. So I'm guessing that might be a black uh, uh, guy and a white guy together. I don't know. I will, I will get number back to one. You. No, they're both white. Oh, Sta- oh no, that's right. Oh, okay, <gasps> number one. Their case. Number one. Whiteies. Two whiteies. Then you have Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. White. White. Uh oh. Good for you by Olivia Rodrigo. I'm guessing Latinx. Uh, Hispanic. Yes. Looks like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kiss me more. Oh, those are those are both black girls. Okay. Uh, right? That's their name? Doja Cat featuring Ja. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know if we're ja. doing... I, don't... I have all of Ja's stuff. I'm so you know, lost. Ja's know. early works are among my favorite. Ja. Really. Yeah. Ja. yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're saying titles of songs or... or Kiss artists. Me More is the title. Okay. Doja Cat featuring Ja, uh, uh, the artist. Okay. So they're both black. Okay. Uh, okay, so we got... Uh, so kind of an even tied mix so far. Yeah, right. Okay. Which it, it, the tie goes to the minorities because mm-hmm. percentage-wise, right? Uh, that's more. Okay. Uh, number five, Industry Baby by Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, black. Uh, number six, Levitating, Dua Lipa. Levitating. Okay. Uh, Dua I don't know. Lipa? Is that 
Hispanic? Uh, hold on. She I'm not is, familiar uh, with Dua Lipa. Yeah, she looks Hispanic. Hispanic. How dare you say she looks? How what what does a Hispanic person look like? I don't know because we're pressed wow. for time. Then we got Butter by BTS. No idea. Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo again. Wow, she's got two songs in the top ten. Oh, well, you gotta no no you gotta spread that out. Give it to somebody else. Give it another spot to somebody else. Montero by Lil Nas X again. Oh boy, gotta give that one up. The Weekend in Ariana Grande. I'm telling you, the whole stinking chart is minority. <laughs>